Well, welcome to another edition of the Intentional Conversations. On Intentional Conversations, we seek to interview leaders in men's ministry to help men grow spiritually and help leaders and pastors reach men in today's culture discussing issues men face every day. It is a program where a men's ministry leader interviews leaders in men's ministry. Hey, man, this is Mike Salen of Cape Fear Men. You've listened to this podcast for any length. You know I like to have men on that are making an impact in today's culture. And not in any particular group of men, but for men of all generations. And you know the topic I like to discuss with my guests more than any other is the topic of discipleship. The importance of men being in discipling relationship. However, today we're going to deviate to some extent. It still deals with discipleship but we're going to look at it from a different perspective. So today I'm honored to have on the program Elmo Winters. Elmo is an executive director of Kingdom Group, and Kingdom Group is devoted to effectively tearing down barriers and building bridges for a unified world. Welcome, Elmo. I thank you for uh, joining me today. Thank you, Mike, for having me. It is always a pleasure to be here with you. Yeah, I know several months, uh, you know, you were on the program, and and we discussed a lot of uh, what Kingdom Group's ministries did, and one of those uh, one of those that we talked about uh, uh, quite a bit was unity practices. But today, uh, folks, for those of you who are listening, I've asked Elmo to come back and and uh, because of a presentation he made to the National Coalition of Ministry to Men uh, uh, some time back uh, about maintaining our health, and I was so intrigued with his presentation and what he shared with us and some of the other discussions we had with the NCMM men that I felt I need to need to have Elmo here come back on on the on the podcast and and just be able to share a little bit about about what he learned. And Elmo, I tell you what, that was some some powerful information you shared, and 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 we're gonna we're gonna walk through those. I hope you kind of walk through them the same way you you, you did back then. I plan I, to do that. Yes. Good, good, good. Because because I, I just uh, I just uh, I like the way you talked about it and, and explain it to us and help us to fully understand. You know, one of the things that I that I, that I uh, have uh, recognized as I grow older is the importance of us maintaining our health because if we want to. Yes, have a spiritual impact on the people that's in our sphere of influence. We've got to maintain our health. So, Elmo, what's what, what, what are some things we need to do? Well, Mike, first of all, I want to say that I'm as passionate about this as I am about the subject we talked about before. I really am passionate about men's health. And the thing I want to do first, as I did with that presentation, is just kind of challenge those men who are listening to rate their health on a scale oh, yes. of one to 10, do that. And uh, it's all rhetorical, but it's something to think about with 10 being the best possible health you can have. And, you know, I got to just admit that we as men's ministry leaders, we do a great job of taking care of others, but there's a lot more we need to be doing to take care of ourselves. Amen. And uh, too many times we just lack the health, we lack the well-being, uh, Mike, that is necessary for us to do the best job possible. So Amen. let me share, it's actually five scientific proven tips, and I'll start off slowly, and we can kind of discuss each one briefly. But this is big, I think, that men need to focus on uh, having, in some cases, starting a lifestyle eating plan a lifestyle eating plan. 
And you notice, Mike, I did not say to go on a diet or have a diet. Instead, men must have, should have a sustainable plan for eating. Well, you know, we are always on the go. Continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, and, and you know, when we when we generally when we say diet, that that turns people off right there. You know, a lot of ways because that, you know the, we tried all these diets, these fad diets, and so forth. And uh, for whatever reason it may be, because we didn't do it the right way, or we just got tired of it, they didn't work. You know, and so so I like the 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 aspect of what you're saying, a lifestyle eating plan. So, so what does that, what does that entail? Well, Mike, I, I've been one of those people where I consider myself to be a professional uh, weight loser. And uh, I've lost probably <laughs> like a thousand, a thousand pounds over the years. I've always been able I to raise my hand on that too. <laughs> yes. But you know what we're talking about? And there are so many plans out there and many of them are very good for guys who just, uh, you know, embrace and use, for instance, one plan that's proven uh, to be good for men is for guys to uh, eat every four hours with their first meal starting at 10 a.m. in the morning. And what this does, it helps to control your hunger and your blood sugars. Now, Mike, since I did the original presentation, I found another plan I like even better. And in this oh. plan, uh, I'm... Yeah, I think this one will be really good for guys because I'm able to eat. Listen at this. I'm able to have five small portions, which they call fuelings, daily. It's all during the day, every two to three hours. And then I eat one good lean and green and green meal. So it's a it's a good way to just have something to uh, you know kind of nourish on several times during the day, then eat a really good meal. At that, so what's at that? Some so what it is, can either be your first meal or your middle meal or your last meal of the day. But the thing guys want to remember that we always stress is we need to stop eating at seven o'clock. Should yeah. not eat anything after seven o'clock at night, and then our bodies go into believe it or not an intermittent fasting stage, which is very critical for recovery. And when we talk yeah. about eating, uh, Mike, I need to remind the guys, we're talking about having a mixture in your meal of 40% of proteins, 35% of carbs, and at least 25% of healthy fats. That's what a lean green meal is all about. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's true. So eat a balanced meal, you know, that's something we've always been taught. And, and we've always heard that you you know, don't eat any, they usually use it this way, don't eat anything after supper. And, uh, and, and of course, you know, yes, uh, uh, most people do eat supper between five and maybe about seven o'clock in the evening. Some people do sometimes have later suppers, but you know, you are right. When you get beyond that seven o'clock hour time, you're, 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 you're getting kind of late to be eating that. And, uh, and though I do know that a lot of our, Though I do know that a lot of our European brothers, they they eat supper sometimes nine ten o'clock at night. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's so, that's really late, especially if you're going to go to bed soon. That's where the issue comes in. Yeah. So yeah. eat early as much as possible. And there's generally about a twelve hour. I think it's a twelve hour window for eating. Start at ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Well, I'm Mike, glad another to hear tip, you. Uh, that. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. What's your other tip? Yeah. 
another tip that uh, we tend to forget about is that we should drink at least 100 ounces of water every day. This also controls our hunger and increases our energy. 100 ounces of water. That is approximately six of the 16 ounce bottles of water every day. And, and water for many guys can be an appetite suppressant and it, it makes you feel full a lot longer. Oh, I know yeah. people are not drinking water hardly at all. Oh, yeah. That's, that's my wife, yeah. My wife gets on me about that all the time. She's a nurse and, uh, and she gets yeah. on me about drinking all the time. In fact, Sunday afternoon, we were just kind of relaxing, relaxing in the house. And she looked at me. She said, mm -hmm. I don't want to hear you complaining about not feeling good tomorrow. And I said, why is that? She said, because you're not drinking much today. You know, <laughs> so anyway, but she's always been after me about drinking half my body weight in ounces, which for me would mm -hmm. be a hundred, okay. which would be 120 ounces. And um, so. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. I, I met some people, Mike, uh, while we're doing these, these, these type of uh, uh, research uh, presentations uh, who tell me they're drinking as much as a gallon or two a day of water. Yeah. I've seen guys. That's a lot of water. water. Yeah, I, I yeah. see them. I see them at but the gym know, with, with these gallon drug jugs. <laughs> mm -hmm. mm, so. Yes, indeed. But you know, water is a one of the key roles of water is that it boosts uh, the burning of your fats in your cells, and it mm -hmm. makes you feel energized. Uh, mm -hmm. Studies actually show, Mike, that just one bottle of water drinking 500 mils, or in our case, it would be more like 16 ounces of water that one bottle of water increases your uh metabolic rate by 30 percent wow so, uh i think uh, that's that's unbelievable when you think about having six of those every day so that's yeah. what's needed for our bodies to function as they should wow Wow, that's that, 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 that's interesting that's interesting and, and you're mm -hmm. right we don't and let's make something clear here we're talking about water. We're not talking about soft drinks. We're not talking about Absolutely. beer. We're not talking about milk. Absolutely. We're talking mm -hmm. about pure, clear water. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, in fact, the more of those things you name that we can eliminate, the healthier we will be. Uh, I yeah. stopped drinking soft drinks many years ago, and strictly it's water. And I do have my coffee, but nothing places the water. Yeah. I drink my tea, but uh, but uh, and my wife my wife allows me to drink my tea. She says that's nothing but colored water. As long as I don't put any sugar in it, you know, yeah. that's that, that's yeah. color. That's nothing but colored water. So anyway, that, that'll work man, in that case. <laughs> Let me give you another tip. Let me give you another tip, Mike. That many guys kind of overlook, and that is that uh, it's it should be a priority for every one of us to get at least thirty minutes of activity in. Every day. Amen. And what research is showing us is that a good meal plan plus 30 minutes of daily activity will often boost weight loss and improve quality of life. Amen. The Amen. activity I'm talking about could include structured exercise, gardening, yard work, walking the dog, walking around the block, uh, riding your bike, and this particular uh, research was saying even simply getting frisky with the spouse can help there. So whatever that's all about, he's saying just do whatever you got to do to get <laughs> 30 minutes of activity in every day. 
And uh, one of the secrets, Mike, is that you got to find activities that you enjoy doing. Uh, and this will promote sustainability. You know, yeah, often that, guys, will, often yeah, guys will walk. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just go ahead and say that. Often guys will do what? They'll, they'll walk with their wives or, you know, just make it a daily routine to walk around the block or get that type of activity in, in their lives yeah. on a daily basis. Well, I know, I know I, I started uh, exercise routine sometime back. In fact, uh, uh, before you did this presentation for the NCMM group, I had already started walking a mile and a half uh, four times, four times a week. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't mean just a leisurely walk. I mean, mm -hmm. that's correct. Cool. You go to the gym. I'd go to the gym, jump on the treadmill, and yes, and walk at least at uh, for my height, the statue, three miles, three miles an hour, which mm -hmm. is a mile every twenty minutes is uh, mm -hmm. was pretty good pace. And yes, uh, and and sometimes I'd put it at an incline, and I enjoy doing mm -hmm. that because I get yes. on I get on I get on that treadmill. I put my my earbuds in. I put it on mm -hmm. some kind of a podcast or sermon mm -hmm. or. TV program that I might be sports program. And for, I know that 30 minutes has gone by quickly, you know? Yes. Yes. That's my daily routine every day. Most days of the week, I will spend that 30 minutes in the gym on the treadmill doing the very same thing. And that's your 30 minutes in right there. Plus whatever other activity you involve yourself in. So that helps you overall. I tell you something else I started doing from, from the NCMM podcast, because for folks, for those of you who don't know, when we do those meetings on the NC, NCMM calls, we break out this, into little sessions to talk about yes. the presentations. And in my breakout session on that day, I don't know if you know this, Elmo, but Rod mm -hmm. Hadley of, of Character That mm -hmm. Counts, uh, he oh, yeah. was sharing that he does um, uh, something like 150 to 200 push-ups every day. Heard that. Yeah. I heard him say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he and he told us, he said, when I first started doing push-ups, he said, I couldn't even do one. And yeah. and the thing about it is he started, he started just doing uh uh incline push-ups, knee push-ups, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and he built he built up and he said it took him about three or four weeks and started. So I took that challenge from him and I've started doing incline push-ups myself. And I do really, I, tr I try to do right now about a hundred to 150 incline push-ups a day is where I'm at. Really? And, and I, I might have to start doing that myself, Mike. I've never considered doing that even when, when he told us about doing that many, but I might have to look at doing that. Well, it, you know, and, um, it, it, it works, it works your shoulders. It works your, your, your arms actually, it works your core mm -hmm. muscles. And so, mm -hmm. so yeah, and I'll tell you what, uh, I've been doing them since we did that presentation. How long ago was that? Two months ago, something like that. And yes. and mm -hmm. I can tell a major difference in in the way I stand, uh, in, in the way I present myself physically. And mm -hmm. it, it's it's mm -hmm. made a big difference. Big difference. So yeah, physical activity is key. It is key. This is probably a good segue into my fourth tip, Mike. It has yeah. to do with build building muscle mass to gain strength especially in your arms and your legs. Mm. Now, muscle mass is is a key for our foundation, as a key foundation, rather, for our metabolism system and well-being. What tends to happen with guys as they mature, they start to do a lot of other things and not focus in on their arms and their legs often. So it's recommended that uh, we do 
the exercises that will build muscle mass. Uh, and with this, honestly, I'm wearing this. The more muscle mass that you build or that you have, the more calories your body will burn on an autopilot automatically all during the day. Mm. I do want to question. I, I do want to caution guys that we're not talking about you're going to become a gym rat working out with a whole bunch of weights. Uh, but what we're talking about, as you mentioned earlier, you, you got treadmill you can work on, but then there are other modern uh, exercise equipment in the gym that could be helpful. And then they got these things that they call these uh, these bands, these rubber tension bands. You yes. can use those as well. They work. Oh yes, oh yes, yeah. yeah. A lot of physical therapy people use those bands when you're when you've had a, a muscle or a joint injury and they're trying to build you back yes. up. So, so absolutely, and, and you can get those just about anywhere. So yeah, that's yeah. good stuff. So I, I yeah, got a bunch of them. I do too, Mike. I have a collection of them as well. I don't use them as much as I should, but I do have them. Yeah. But it's something you can do right at, in your home, right at your yeah. desk, right in your office. Yeah. You don't have to leave and go to the gym to do yeah. it. Yeah. If you're sitting there watching TV, I know when I had uh, uh, I had, I had um, ankle surgeries and so forth. I had to use those bands to build strength back in my ankles. And I'd sit there in my mm -hmm. chair watching a ball game and just sit there and, and mm -hmm. uh, keep stretching them with my ankles and you know, pulling, pulling against them. So it, uh, it, uh, yeah, you could do those just about anywhere. Sure can. Anywhere. Sure can. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, what's the interesting thing though, um, Elmo is, um, mm -hmm. you know, I've been losing weight quite a bit for, for those of those people who know me. Uh, seeing me, I've lost over 50 pounds of weight, of weight over the last year, year and a half. Congratulations. So. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, and the interesting thing, though, I wasn't really exercising. It's just the way I had changed my lifestyle eating, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, but then I started exercising. And all of a sudden, had changed my had changed the way I was eating. But mm -hmm. within a, a few weeks, I stopped losing weight for a period of time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And you know what that was, don't you? Yes, sir. I think I do. Yeah. It's what you were just talking about. I started building mm -hmm. muscle mass. And, muscle and mass. That's, that's weight. And so yeah. I didn't gain anything. I just didn't, Correct. I just wasn't losing anything more. Right. For a period of right. time. But I've noticed yes. that recently I've started losing again. So, uh, so, so that's interesting. I want to caution the guys on that. So don't get discouraged if that's happening. Exactly. That happens to you. <laughs> what I'm constantly telling people as well is that it's difficult if you're trying to lose weight only by exercising, yeah. you know, because you get into that, what you mentioned a moment ago. However, if you combine that with a good eating plan, you will see the pounds come off. Amen. 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 One more tip, Mike, I want to share. And I think this is going to be one that's a good one uh, for everybody, because this is where many people have a problem. The researchers are telling us that to manage the, our health better for men, we must get a minimum of seven hours of sleep daily. Seven hours of sleep daily. And mm. getting quality sleep is one of the most important aspects of improving our quality of life. You know why, Mike? Because during your sleep, your body burns fat and regulates all of your key metabolism hormones, including growth hormones, cortisone, insulin, and so many others. 
And what we do too often as guys, we try to get by with four to five hours of sleep, thinking that we're going to be our best. This will not work. Uh, medical yeah. professionals are telling us you've got to get seven hours or more on a daily basis to really be at your best. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I totally agree with that. I mean, I, I have to admit, I'm a night owl. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not, it's not unusual for me to be up till 11 or 12 o'clock at night. But mm-hmm. uh, when I climb in our bed, you know, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's at least six, seven hours before I roll back mm-hmm. out of that bed. I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes, sometimes if I get less than six hours, I can tell it. I can tell it. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes. And uh, so it, it, it does make it. I remember working when I was working uh, in my career years ago. Mm-hmm. I had a boss. He says, all I need is three hours of sleep. I can get that anywhere. And I was like, dude, there's no way you could be at your top, top, you know, with three hours sleep. But yeah. No way. Uh, No way. So you guys are out there doing that kind of stuff. You're treading, you're, you're living on dangerous ground because not only can you not be on your best, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. can actually significantly affect your long-term health. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. One of the things I've started to do, uh, Mike, as I have grown older, or I have matured. I slip and get me like a nap several times during the week that kind of helps me uh, be rested. But I'm still getting seven to nine hours of sleep every day. And yeah. uh, for me, it, it's critical. I, I yes. can't live with less than that. Yes. So, yes. Mike, let me re- want me to recap those things real quick. Yeah, recap those, and then we're going to kind of shift gears a little bit. Still talking about this subject, but just kind of shift gears just a little bit. So, yeah, recap. Because okay, I, I recall when I did the NCMM, I, I was asked by, I think, Rod, to just go over those five again. So, real quickly, uh, first thing we're talking about is just getting a good, healthy eating plan. Uh, we talked next about drinking at least 100 ounces of water. Thirdly, getting in 30 minutes of some type of exercise or some type of activity on a daily basis. Build muscle mass. That's crucial to your great quality of life. And finally, getting at least seven hours of sleep. And those tips work. They are what will keep us at our best in leading men in our men's school. Amen. Amen. And I appreciate you sharing those tips. But, but you know, one of the things that I think a lot of us men don't fully realize is how much Scripture talks to us about uh, being healthy. You know, when you look at the Old Testament, there, there are statements in there. And God gave the Israelites uh, coming mm-hmm. out certain criteria about what food to eat and exactly. how they take care of their bodies. And he wasn't doing it just to just to to cause them to be mean to them, so to speak. He was doing it mm-hmm. because he knew this type of food that I want you to eat is the best thing for your body. This behavior of how you uh, live your life is the best thing for your body. And even mm-hmm. when you go into the New Testament, you know, you, you read about some of the things that Paul wrote about, but then even mm-hmm. in John, you know, I just recently read this, you know, and, and we've read it many times. I know for those of us who are students of the word, but mm-hmm. in 1 John, uh, which is only one chapter, really, uh, uh, not 1 mm-hmm. John, of 3 John, 3 John, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, which is really only one chapter. First two in that says, 
uh, in his opening, he said, dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health mm -hmm. and that mm -hmm. all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along yes. well. Well, right. So there's a, exactly. there's a spiritual element there with us Absolutely. keeping our health. Absolutely, uh, Mike. I think about in the New Testament even more so that we are told that this body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And we we need to take care of the temple. And Mike, one of the things that we all have weekend for the most part, we love to eat. I'm from South Louisiana. Eating <laughs> is what we do. <laughs> it's what we do, Mike, for a living here, okay? But we have to be very mindful that we just can't eat all the time everything and uh, really kind of at some point develop good eating habits. Yeah, well, I, I, can, <clears throat> I live in the capital of fried seafood, and you know that yes. is just as good. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah. If, yeah. You, if you grew up in southeast North Carolina or eastern, eastern North Carolina, eastern South Carolina in there, the, the mm -hmm. staple seafood is fried seafood, fried shrimp, yes. fried fish, fried scallops, fried oysters, fried yes. everything. <laughs> and, and that's what and, we had when we were there with you. We enjoyed some of that fried seafood. So you're <laughs> right. You know, you can't do that every day, though, all no, the time. You cannot. You cannot. You will not be healthy. You got to be extremely careful. So how can we help our men to fully understand? What do we need to do? What are some good things we could do to help our men to understand that if you want to be effective into your uh, latter years of life, um, you know, we do a lot of, we men, we do a lot of planning through our career mm -hmm. on financially wise to, mm -hmm. to, um, to prepare for our retirement life and, and to live well into our 80s and hopefully our 90s soon, you know, because we do know that men are living longer. We are living longer now in, into mm -hmm. today's mm -hmm. world after retirement. Um, but how do we, how do we help guys to understand that you can't just plan for the financial aspect of it, but you've mm -hmm. got to plan for the health aspect of it too, because, you know, you'll end up spending, you'll take, end up taking that money and you'll, you'll, you'll end up spending it on, on doctors and hospitals yeah. and pharmacies and, and just all that other stuff when you can really be out there and joining. What do we need to do? Uh, is there any kind of training we can do to help our guys to fully understand the, the importance of taking care of your health? Well, Mike, I believe the most important thing we can do, we can model it. Mm -hmm. We stand before these guys. They look at us as leaders, and we are leaders. Yes. When we stand before them, are they seeing the best of us? Are they seeing a guy who's out of breath? a guy who's morbidly overweight, a guy who obviously does not take care of himself. And I'm not talking about he has to be muscular, but he should be able to have energy. He ought to be able to uh, just kind of uh, do the speaking he does without it being evident that he is laboring to do it. So I believe we need to model this. They need to see us do it. And I believe for guys, it's difficult. There's nothing wrong when we plan these eating events to have healthy eating events, to not always, as you mentioned earlier, have the fried chicken or the fried fish or the fried food, but opt for some salads occasionally, you know, opt for some really healthy meals. That's important. And keep it before the guys that we need to be healthy 
Uh, we will not live long. And, and we can do that. And we do need that. You, you said something that's very key is for us to model. We talk about modeling our spiritual life. Mm-hmm. You know, that mm-hmm. is part of our spiritual life. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, God's got a plan for you. He's got your days number. He knows how long he, he's got a plan for you to do here. You know, yes. and, and I was struck by, by a, a verse in, in uh, Proverbs. Um, I believe it was Proverbs some, sometime back. I'd have to look it up real quick. Uh, for some reason, the scripture text reference is, is, is eluding me right now. Mm-hmm. But basically it says, don't be a fool you know, mm-hmm. and, die, and die early. You know, mm-hmm. and, and you know, mm-hmm. people will say, "Well, God's got your days planned out." Yes, He does have His plan days planned out, but He's 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 expecting you to stay with Him in what He wants you to do and be obedient to Him and not do something Absolutely. silly, not do Absolutely. something silly that will shorten your exactly. life. And sometimes, sometimes our lifestyle mm-hmm. will shorten our lives if what He has. It planned. definitely will. Yeah. Well, you know, Mike, I spent five years as a hospice chaplain. And I saw that. I saw men who did not take care of their health, their bodies, and they had very, very poor qualities of life, not just as they were dying, but for many years prior to that time. So I've always wanted to be able to um, do the things that God wanted me to do and just take care of this temple and thank him for it every day. Yeah, I just I just. Just uh, came to me. It was Ecclesiastes chapter seven, verse seventeen. It says, "Do not okay. be a fool. Why die before your time?" Oh yeah, and, I remember that scripture. Yes, yeah. yeah. And so yeah. yeah, so so that that impressed me very much. That sometimes mm-hmm. we can do things that will shorten our lifestyle that mm-hmm. God don't God don't want us to do. So we got to be careful, sir. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And it's my responsibility to take care of my temple. Such is the case with Mike and others as well. I know one, sometimes people want to blame it on their lifestyle and, you know, where they come from and so on. But, um, Mike, I know when I'm eating the wrong things. I oh, know yeah. when I'm drinking too much of the wrong things. Oh, I know yeah. when I haven't exercised enough. So I've oh, yeah. got to be responsible for me. Well, I've got a problem this week, Elmo, uh, today. Uh, today is my oldest grandson's birthday. So obviously we're having a birthday party for him. So you know okay. what she's okay. had a birthday party. Yes. Tomorrow, yes. tomorrow is my wife's and I's 47th wedding anniversary. Well, so, congratulations. Well, thank, yes. thank you. So, yes. you know, during those t- I got two days straight here that, it, <laughs> that I won't be eating very well. I'll, I'll be eating somewhat. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. But, Still eating those those cakes and ice creams and stuff like that, which is a which is um, something I really love. But yeah, there's well, nothing wrong with that's having good, them. Mike. Yeah, nothing wrong with having that's them. Okay to, but, but yeah, that's okay. But just gotta remember, okay to, gotta remember to keep it in moderation. So exactly yeah. what I was gonna say. You took the words from my mouth. Is that's okay to do that celebrating today and tomorrow? But don't celebrate for the rest of the week or the rest of the month. You know, every day use that as an excuse, as some people do. Uh, my family is notorious for having celebrations that last for a month. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter must have some of your genes in it because when her birthday month comes around, she she celebrates all month long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but moderation is the key. And that's a great word that you use. There. Well, Elma, Elma, we're coming up on our time, and, and we got to kind of control this weekend. We could continue talking about this, but I want to give you a couple of minutes, if you would, just to kind of uh, wrap up and share your heart about the importance of maintaining and, and uh, our health 
uh, so that we can do the work God's called us to do. Thank you, Mike, for having me on. I will say I'm very, very uh, moved and concerned by the state of men's health during the pandemic. Too many men of God I knew who were unhealthy did not survive. And I believe that what we must do now is take care of our temple. And we do this one day at a time. No sense going on some long-term uh, journey to get it all right. Let's start today, work on what we can today. Then we'll tackle tomorrow and the next day. And also, right, we're gonna always mess up. But when you fall, we just get back up and start over again. That's what's important. So thank you for having me on for this very vital subject. I believe it's very, very uh, of the utmost concern today for men to be mindful of their help. Amen. Elmo, I appreciate you coming on and sharing these five points again, and we had having this conversation with me on this. If men want to get up with you to find out more about what we talked about and what you could share, how would they do that? Well, they can always go to uh, kingdomgroup.co. That's our website kingdomgroup.co, not com, not .com, but .co. And I'm easily accessible through uh, my email. That's elmo at kingdomgroup.co. Or if they want to call me, 225-305-3006. Or text me at that number. Kingdomgroup.co is our website. It's elmo at kingdomgroup.co. And my number, 225-305-3006. I'm available most of the time. Yep, yep. And, guys, I, 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 will, I will attest to that. Uh, Elmo is, is very reachable. And for some reason, he can't answer the phone uh, uh, mm -hmm. right then. Just leave him a message. He will give you a call back. And, uh, Absolutely, sir. And, and so so it's uh, uh, don't hesitate to reach out to you. Thank you, Elman. Thank you for being with me today. I think you provided some a lot of good information for uh, for our men to to digest. And uh, I just thank you for the time. I just thank you for what God's doing in your life and what He's doing in, in 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 the ministry of Kingdom, uh, the Kingdom Group. It is such a, a vital you. ministry and a vital work that y'all are doing. Uh, not just in Louisiana, you're reaching people out yes. throughout the United States, and so I appreciate. Yes, that. sir. Yeah, we are. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you for listening to Intentional Conversations with Mike Sandlin. Intentional Conversations is a production of Cape Fear Men and Men's Ministry Coalition. If you enjoyed this program, I ask you to do two things. One, share this program with a friend. And two, consider helping us to keep these broadcasts coming to you by becoming a financial partner to Cape Fear Men. And you can give by going to capefearmen.net and click on the Give to the Cape Fear Men button at the top of the page. Cape Fear Men is a 501c3 organization operating under Ministry Alliance, and all donations are tax deductible. Thank you in advance for your donation. And if you want to learn more about Cape Fear Men and how Cape Fear Men can help you reach the men of your local church, and if you want to know more about what we discuss on these programs, go to capefearmen.net. If you would like to speak to me directly, you can email me at mike.sandlin at capefearmen.net. But for now, I will leave you this blessing. I pray God will give you a rock to stand on, a brook to pray from, and a tree to shake you. This is Mike Sandlin saying God bless, and I hope you will join me again on the next Potential Conversations with Mike Sandlin.